Welcome. Welcome. You're listening to the Saddle Up Podcast. Where we discuss everything related to UTR GB Athletics. Past or present, we'll catch up with old teammates, friends, and take you down memory lane. With exclusive interviews. This is the Saddle Up Podcast. The voice of your covered walkway screens. So dope. This is going to be awesome. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. From Bronx Village to the Fieldhouse, we'll cover it all. Hell yeah, dude. Carpe Daniel. So saddle up and let's go. Saddle up, partner. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Saddle Up Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt. I got G with me. What's up, G? Hey, what's going on, Matt? We got an awesome guest today, man. Oh, do we ever. So when 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 we started this podcast, we we had the the idea of bringing everybody together and, and celebrating the university, whether it's Pan Am, whether it's UTRGV. And I don't know if you've heard the news, but UTRGV is getting a football team in the next couple of years. They're zero and zero. They've been that way since the start, but it's going to change. And our first guest from the football program is none other than John Simmons, director of football operations. John, thank you so much for joining the show today. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. It's a, it's an honor. I've heard a lot of y'all's, uh, podcast and obviously just talking with you guys what you guys are doing for your former PA guys and our UTRGV fans is is special it's cool I love it well the fact that you showed up when we asked you I you know that that means a lot to us <laughs> yeah that's that's we're 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 climbing the ladder man there you go <laughs> that's funny <laughs> so John um obviously you didn't attend the university right but uh we'll get into where you where you came from and where you went to school but um how how long have you been in the valley since you when were you named and how long have you lived in the valley now and what do you what are your thoughts about living in Edinburgh? Yeah, great question. Um moved here at the end of January. Coach Bush was hired uh, I think at the end of December. Um you know, and brought me on as his first hire uh, kind of in the early the late part of January. So we moved uh moved down here, moved into an apartment with Coach Bush. Um, and just kind of hit the ground running as soon as we could. Uh, and it was really him and I in the office for the first three months. And we had a chance to kind of go through some interview process with other coaches, had a chance to bring in four coaches and uh, kind of fill our office out. At the same time, they had built us a, a nice portable office for our football staff to be officed out of from, from now until, until we build the Fakaro's Performance Center. So yeah. throughout that process of just the whirlwind of moving from New Braunfels down here to the Valley, living with your boss, who, you know, it was also your coach in college. Like it was a whirlwind, but I think honestly, I couldn't have done it without really the people in this athletic department here on campus. Um, the people like Chase Conk and Molly Kastner and, and Seth Jones and James Martinez, all of them and our, our senior staff. That was really their main goal from the start for me is just make sure I was comfortable getting in here and make sure that, um, you know, I made those relationships with them and that they knew that, you know, they could trust me and I could trust them for those things. That kind of stuff at this university is special. And I think it's unique for us playing football without being able to play, you know, for another 800 and something days. That piece to me is such an important piece of taking the time to build these relationships, to do it the right way. Is any other situation you jump into a college football job, you're immediately recruiting, immediately signing day, immediately spring football, yeah. trying to build your roster, game plan for next year. You don't have time to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So this is a unique opportunity. 
And it's one of the reasons why uh, I chose this job. I think uh, other than Coach Bush being here and me believing in Coach Bush, it's just the family atmosphere. It's the culture down here. Um, it's the opportunity that these kids get to, to really have a Division One college football program in their backyard. Uh, there's not a there's not a college football team other than you know maybe UTSA Division One South that really they can call their own. Yeah. I think to me, I was just called to that. Like help the help the people in the valley be proud of a college football team that they can call their own and that you know that we can all rally towards and and really be proud of in the state of Texas. So that's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome, uh, John. What what are your what are your like your daily duties as a as a director of uh, football operations? What are you yeah. responsible for? Mm-hmm. Are you so, like the GM? Is that yeah, kind of what yeah. it is? Yeah. yeah. My, yeah. At my previous institution, uh, the job was chief of staff. And that's okay. really okay. kind of what it is. If, if you look at Coach Bush as the president of the organization, I'm the gatekeeper. I'm the guy who is going to meet with all of these external affairs, whether it's donors, whether it's people who are trying to sell us equipment for everything that we that we need to order. Uh, or yeah. it's marketing, or it's PR, or it's, you know, academics on campus and setting up schedules and professors and housing. I'm doing all of that in on the back end right now, uh, behind the scenes where Coach Bush can really be freed up to to go recruit kids, to go, you know, put yeah. his face yeah. on magazine covers and different things to, to promote the program. And that way, I'm trying to help it to where when we get kids on campus next summer, man, it's the best place to be in, in Texas and that mm-hmm. these kids have every opportunity to be successful. Oh, John, you, you mentioned the culture down here, man. How about the, have you had a chance to go out and kind of venture around a little bit and, and kind of take that culture in a little bit, like all the taco yeah. stands in every corner? Oh, yeah. The food <laughs> the food's incredible. I mean, so. Have you ever uh-huh. been in the Valley prior? You said you grew yeah, up in New Braunfels. Like, Good question. No, I hadn't. We've been down here one time. I, I took a camp. Uh, I was at Rice University for six years, and we had done a travel camp down here um, in McAllen and San Benito and had a summer satellite training camp type deal, and then we mm-hmm. recruited a couple kids from the Valley, so I had, had some experience. Uh, I tease Coach Bush all the time. My last uh, senior year of high school, we played Far San Juan Alamo North in the playoffs. Had no idea what that place was all about, and Coach Bush's dad was the coach there, uh, but now, you know, Come to find out, I live maybe 10, 15 minutes away from there. We've got kids on that roster right now we'd love to have. Like, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a small yeah. world. And it's funny how it's all connected in a lot of ways. That is but no, that no is real crazy. connection. But you did mention the culture down here. And I'll tell you where I got the best experience uh, when I first got here. I went to every basketball game, girls and boys. I started going to every baseball game. And I, what I didn't realize is this was a record-breaking year for season attendance whether it was a basketball game on a Thursday night and, and, and you look up and the crowd is just absolutely like packed and into it. And you got people standing out in the Slotsky's Plaza out there. And you're like, yeah. wow, this is a school that really like supports its athletics at a time mm-hmm. right now. Like that's really impressive to see. And then you start to see it in baseball. And then you start to see these fans and these traditions and the culture that that's out at a baseball game. And you're like, man, that's, this is truly amazing. Like this is prime for a college football they're ready for it. The tailgating's ready to oh, go. Oh man, they're ready. I mean, the they're ready. Oh, spots. I'm coming down that first game. I'm, yeah. all right. Chase <laughs> exactly. already promised me field passes. I'm 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 showing up with G. Like we're That's we're exactly right. I'm gonna wear a helmet and everything, but just street clothes. Like I'm ready. That's exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, we're anticipating that tailgating scene to be 
pretty pretty impressive after uh, what we've experienced so far in the barbecue scene down here. Oh, well. gee, oh, can yeah. you imagine what the barbecue scene what what they're cooking in the in the parking lot for tailgating <laughs> for the Valley's yeah. first football team? Like, I can't I can't even begin to imagine, Matt. I, I <laughs> can only Double. dream about it right now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this is where you plug the the season ticket deposit right here at the bottom. That's right exactly bottom what ticket. I'll do. And where do they <laughs> need to call for the season ticket deposit? Do you I have tell call Seth Jones. Call Seth, Seth Jones. Seth Jones. He'll get them taken care of. Awesome. You, you heard it here. You want a season ticket deposit? Call Seth Jones at the <laughs> athletic department. So right. there you go. I'll post the I'll post the number down below. Um, <clears throat> so let me. You you mentioned you went to UTSA like off camera, right? Yeah. What is the significance of about attending UTSA and then now transitioning to UTRGV? And I, I want the listeners to know, like, you've had experience starting programs before. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if that's just a a gift or a curse of mine that I, I joined college football teams like when there was nothing. Uh, I remember going into my meeting with Coach Coker. I was a senior in high school and, and he had a helmet on his desk and he said, this is what we have. Now, can you close your eyes and can you vision this? Can you vision a college football team in San Antonio? Wow. Can you vision playing in front of 45,000 people at the Alamo Dome? Can you envision 10 years from now, this being one of the premier programs in the state of Texas and all of you guys being able to look back and say, yeah, we had something to do with that. So at that time, it's like, yeah, sure. And then you. What high school did you go to? Man, I'm a unicorn. New oh, Bronfels, New Braunfels High, right? I'm a New Braunfels unicorn. Bronfels. Yep. They used to be in our district back in the day, back in the back late in the 90s. Day. But go ahead, Matt. We'll, Matt, we'll let's calm down. We'll get into let's that later. Down a little go, bit. Continue, John. Let's continue. Bastrop, Bastrop Pride, John. Yep. Bastrop Pride. Bastrop Pride. Smith Valley, all those guys, right? New Braunfels. Yeah, yeah. But go ahead. So you're sitting in front of Larry Coker. Who was at Miami prior, right? He was, yeah. you know, yeah. and here he I am in national you know, championships. Unassuming white quarterback thinking I'm Ken Dorsey. You know, I've been watching those 2003, <laughs> you know, yeah. national championship games again. Hey, coach, I'll be your next Ken Dorsey, you know. But but honestly, the other person in the room, too, was was Coach Bush. He was our offensive coordinator. He was our quarterback's coach. He had come from Texas State, which, you know, we had had plenty of conversations when I was at New Braunfels about coming to play there. Uh, so it all really kind of just worked out. And for that first year, 2010, uh, we didn't play any games. We practiced way more than I think we should have as young kids just playing against freshman guys. Yeah. Like You look back and it was just a grind. And guys would end up you know, quitting or transferring or saying, this ain't for me. But it really wasn't a true college football experience. So we got through that. Guys were tougher from it. It's almost like the junction days. Like We became a team. We formed a group. Uh, and then we played uh, that second season where we added a whole new group of freshmen and played, you know, good teams. I think we played uh, Oklahoma State and Arizona and, and and really some big 12 power five teams and just went through the gauntlet and realized that, hey, you know, this is going to be a challenge. We're not going to be a premier program in year one or year two. But what we're doing right now is important because we're setting a foundation. We're allowing people in the future to say, like, there is a history and there's a tradition that people had to go through before yeah. the big, you know, building that they that they're housed in now or the, you know, that the fan base that they get now or the conference alignment that they're in now, uh, that there always was somebody. It's like you guys now, like we wouldn't be where we are as an athletic program if it wasn't for the people in the past and what they've paid for us today. 
Um, I feel like at a place like UTSA, that's who we were. We were trailblazers, pioneers. We took it on. We didn't know what to expect. Um, and honestly, I remember having that that vision with with guys like Eric Sosa and guys like um, David Morgan and telling them like, man, what's going to be cool is when we bring our kids back to this and when we tell them, hey, we started this. And yeah. now you're starting to see pictures of like Sosa's kids standing in front of his big mural at school. And it's like, that's why we did it. That's yeah. So, so that perspective wow. now is is invaluable to me in this job because it gives me a chance to have a player's perspective and say, you know, what you're going to do here is special, but what you're also going to be able to experience 10 years. And for me, when I learn about it in 20 years, about your your legacy and the impact you had in this community by just being a pioneer and saying, I'll, I'll be the first. Uh, it's something that you'll take a lot of pride in, but a lot of people will praise you for that. I wouldn't be in this opportunity today if I wouldn't have taken that risk. Yeah, you didn't take so, that leap. Yeah, yeah it's exactly you know, the, what it is. I, I love the fact that you said that that you guys built the backbone for what the program is today yeah. and what it's going to turn out. I feel the same way with G's 13 points against Monterey Tech and the five steals yeah. in his career. Like yeah. the the basketball yeah. foundation that Coach Figure is bring is building right now has definitely contributed to to G's contribution back in '96 and '97. So those five, you know, stats, like, I I can't I can't there. tell if he's if he's joking or if he's being serious. I just can't tell. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take it as uh, sure. I did I did I was a pioneer. And, you were, uh, and, and uh, <laughs> I kickstarted the whole thing, uh, John. Uh, you you mentioned at UTSA, you know, how some of those guys came in and they, you know, some guy was kind of like, uh, you know, it's survival. Right. So guys stayed, some guys left, you know, some and, and the backbone stayed together. Like you mentioned, what, what is the I'm just curious. You know, and I want listeners to know what the timeline is for UTRGV football. Like we know there's some guys that are getting recruited from the Valley right now. There's guys who are getting recruited all over the place. What, what, what are they, what can they expect? You know, that's a great question, G great question. Yeah, I love that question it, to me. It's like in our, in our jobs is about giving opportunity to kids. So you got to give, give them some information yeah. about when that opportunity is coming. So what mm -hmm. I tell kids now is if you're on campus, if you're listening to this and you're on campus and you're currently enrolled as a student at UTRGV, be patient. You're going to get a tryout as soon as we build a, a some sort of practice field for you to to have that opportunity on. We're not going to put you on a high school field that we have to rent or borrow, and we're not in a hurry to put you on a, you know asphalt just for you to run a forty or to bench press. We're not in a hurry. Just be patient with us. We're going to build a really state of the art practice field. I'd love to talk about the Vaqueros Performance Center, but just be yeah. patient. That time will come. We will bring kids in. Uh, the summer of 2024. So in about a year okay. from now, when we talk, we'll be talking about the 30 to 40 kids that are going to be entering, uh, hopefully into summer school, if not into day one of uh, fall 2024. Uh, so okay. high school kids, if you're sitting in high school and you're going into your senior year, there's a potential that you're on the very first team at UTRGV as a football yeah. player. Yeah. Um, so there go there. Incoming, yeah. incoming seniors, right? Incoming seniors. Yes. Class of incoming senior, class of twenty twenty four. Once you graduate, you you know have your little summer vacation period now in June, and then you report you know late July for for what we will have as our probably won't have a fall camp per se because we're not not yeah. in any rush to start. But first day of school, we'll have you know 
what we call football workouts and stuff and meetings and everything like that. So, uh, yeah. but like I said, that that's such a far, that's a whole year away. And when you're trying to tell an 18 to 22 year old kid to be patient, <laughs> your opportunity will come. You just got to be a little patient with us. It's and difficult. first game is fall of 24? Fall of 25. So fall we'll practice the whole okay. year. Okay. And then you go that next fall, and that's when we'll play a full 12-game schedule. Four okay. non-conference and uh, eight conference games, which will be in the what they call the Atlantic Sun and the WAC merged into the United yeah, Football Conference. Saw that. So uh, the, How does, that's another how, piece of the job is trying to schedule those non, yeah. non-conference games for us and what those will look like and where they'll be played and and, and I'm oh, I'm curious fun. to know. So if if you've got guys coming in fall of 24, and you go through let's just say like a, a season training camp. That's what it is. It's scrimmaging. It's practicing. It's yep. it's building that foundation. Does the NCA rule them as one year of eligibility? Like, do they lose a year of eligibility because they've been through this training camp, or does their their clock start ticking in 25 when y'all actually start playing uh, an actual schedule. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a great question. It, as it related to us back when I did it, it we were all, we all used the red shirt year in that first year. Uh, yeah. Use the red shirt that's year. what I was okay. thinking. Fantastic. But yeah. you know, okay. as, as we, as the years go on, it's been 13 years. That's something that the NCAA is still kind of looking at to see, does that make sense, you know, for, yeah. for a team to, to have to burn a red shirt year or, and really, the only thing it kind of relates to is is for a transfer. Does a transfer want to sit out in another year and forego right. a, a season of eligibility just to sit out in 24? So that's when we start to kind of prioritize transfers and, and the transfer portal as something we would look towards in 25. So once of we course, have a right. full practice yeah. season, you kind of say, okay, we need a, this position and we need a, that position. Let's go look at the transfer portal where we can fill that Absolutely. in right now. Yeah. Whereas the first year – kind of want those guys that are high school guys that have built a program yep. in high school that are leaders that are going to say hey, i'm here for the four-year investment of this thing because i want my name remembered as one of the original yeah. 20 or 30 guys um, i think yep. g might even try out g that's hard to do I can, know, john i can go back right and play yeah, I mean, even though I got, sure. yeah we'll john you know you're here's a fellow quarterback you know yeah. and I, I yeah i never stood in front of a college coach and ever got recruited by one like you did uh, but uh, I, I, I did break a few passing records in my high school, man. St. I mean, Joe's pr- All American. Right I'm pretty. There, I'm pretty proud of that. I'm pretty proud of that. And we uh, we ran a lot of a lot of ten yard slants, and I had some guys that could really run it for extra yardage. <laughs> but but yeah, man. Anyway, that's thanks, Matt, for bringing that up. I appreciate yeah. you. Man. <laughs> All you gotta get is three new ACLs, and you'll be okay. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> a few more than that. A few more than that. Yeah. Oh, but uh um, <laughs> i appreciate so, that so you you moved down you're living with coach bush in a what, what did y'all say a studio apartment or what no, was it's it low, it's a two-bedroom oh it's a two-bedroom okay yeah, it's the model <laughs> home in west coast we're even like 35 minutes away from campus like it's it was where it's in west Laco. West Laco. oh wow okay yeah yeah yes so we're, we're right, a little so ways yeah, away yeah and so <clears throat> you you're living there and you just mentioned off camera that you're engaged. So has your fiance, has she, I'm assuming she's visited the Valley yet. Like, is she from is, New Braunfels also, or like, yeah. So this what is, she this think is of the a Valley? good story. Yeah, this is a great story. So <laughs> met, met my fiance when I was in, in new, back in New Braunfels working with coach Bush at the high school he was at. Um, 
And uh, she is actually from Mexico, from Guadalajara, Mexico. Her and her okay, family wow. were born and raised there. Uh, then she transferred or moved, family moved to uh, Bolverde uh, when she was a sophomore in high school. And she attended Smithson Valley High School, uh, went to Incarnate Word, and then came back and was a, a middle school English teacher at Smithson Valley Middle School. And that's where we had met. So when uh, I took the job down here, you know, I told her about the Valley. She wasn't familiar with a border town like a, the Valley, but she was more familiar with the, the culture, the food, the people. Yeah. And she fell in love with the idea of moving down here. She came down here, visited. She loved it. Uh, we bought a house. We actually get married. And this is the 14th. We get married on the 30th. So coming up soon, we're going to take a nice honeymoon. So there's no better job in well, America. For G, me G and I can make the wedding. Just, just John, let us John, know. John, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Saddle up and bite it? Or? We're the three best friends right here. Like, we'll, Come on, we'll I, I've learned one lesson, and that is, you don't make any decisions. You let her make all the decisions. You just say <laughs> yes. Right. We'll make sure we share this link with her. So yeah, yeah, we're going to share the link. <laughs> I'll get a chance if we could share the link. That's for sure. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Awesome. That is awesome. So in your exploration of the Valley, um, what are some, uh, what's what's one of your favorite spots to eat? I'm, I'm stealing G's question, sure. but yeah. yeah what's, that's okay. I think better better way to phrase this is where are we thinking about taking recruits on official visits to eat, Ooh, right? So absolutely. Like, Great I'm not question. A, I'm not a big food guy. I mean, I was a quarterback, didn't eat much, you know, whatever. But constantly thinking, how can we sell to 18 to 22-year-old kids? Uh, one of the best places, in my opinion, uh, like, is in Wesico. Arturo's is a Mexican grill. Love yep. that place. Yep. And then Solomon on Maine. That's a place where we like to go. Oh, yeah. Uh, where else here? Oh, uh, Palenque Grill. It's a place we go to to lunch. Yeah. With there guys. by the mall. Have you there tried Costa Mesa? Costa Mesa is oh, over there. Amazing. We go to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you guys had any good barbecue places, our best barbecue has just kind of been out at tailgates and in, in right field. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a place called like uh, 492 Barbecue. It's got a, a great little like atmosphere and venue. Yeah. I want to be careful that I don't plug any of our non-corporate sponsors here. But There's a place uh, in Edinburgh <laughs> called Willie B's. Willie B's, Willie yeah. B's is good. Yeah, yeah. Willie B's. Yeah. Um, John, I'll get draft house. draft house is good. Yeah, down draft house is good, yeah. Uh, with, there's a, uh, there's a place in far San Juan that I'll, I'll send you. I got to get the name, but, okay. um, and then it's the new, there's a new place. Legit. We don't go often cause it's, it's a little pricey, but the salt, it's called salt. It's in Edinburgh. Yeah. Okay. It's, kind of, it's owned yeah. by Solomon on May. All those guys, same yeah. place. Mm -hmm. um, that's yeah. another good place to go. So, I mean, the food is, is unbelievable down here. Um, entire, throughout the whole Valley, right? Like from the lower Valley in Brownsville all the way to the Valley where we live and, and even here in Edinburgh. So been great yeah the best places to eat usually the best places to eat when i was living down there usually are like on the weekends when you get invited to like the the barbecue like Man. you know where it's like <laughs> i got you a know, story like, about that. hey we're barbecuing we're watching a football game or whatever and then it's like i got a story about that oh wow this is amazing like this is better yeah. than any restaurant you know so go ahead and share My, your story uh, <laughs> y'all been out there at uh what's it called uh stock show and rodeo out in uh, Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah. You know, the, the, the border patrol a few weeks ago had a big barbecue cook-off um, out there and they had probably close to 20, 25 teams doing a barbecue cook-off. Well, 
I had volunteered to go and show up and just hang out as part of a UTRGV representative, athletics representative. Marketing, yeah. <laughs> and they asked me if I wanted to be a judge. And I got to judge the barbecue. Oh, my goodness. Out there. They can cook anything you want. And uh, yeah. had some of the best barbecue. And not only barbecue, but like beans, potato salad. I mean, they had, they had everything. So that was wow. my best experience. So it's not a restaurant. I wish I could get <laughs> their amazing. business card and get it catered. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing, man. You, you yeah. stumbled you stumbled into that one, Joe. <laughs> Seriously. The, the job has some perks for sure. Yeah, how do you go how do you go back to the department and say, hey, Coach Bush, you're not gonna believe what I stumbled into today? Like yeah, this no, is amazing. Exactly. You roll That's back exactly. into the house, like because you're yeah. just eating all the barbecue, like you know. You had a chance to uh to visit the island, John. I know I know that's gonna that's gonna be quite yeah. a recruiting tool, right? Yeah, as we say, it's minutes away from campus. Um, yeah, you know, just we haven't got a chance. I haven't got a chance out there, but I will yeah. once. Certainly, once my fiance or my wife comes down here, and yeah, and then we'll do some uh, advanced trips. We're gonna hopefully be able to put a team out there when they visit us and uh, and they play us. Be able to put a team in South Padre Island. Yeah, absolutely. A visiting hotel. Uh, so yeah, I'll spend a lot of time out there just trying to create relationships with you know. The business do some do some uh, team bonding some beach workouts out yeah, there yeah, for sure i think yeah, you know man. to me there's not another uh, fcs market in texas that that can offer uh, what we can offer down here in the valley so no yeah no yeah yeah i agree i agree yeah. i agree and a lot of teams don't have saddle up i'll tell you that much that's right i'll tell you that too <laughs> that's something that uh your listeners and, and all of us if they want yeah. to really help us out is obviously the biggest thing right now for us is marketing and, and getting our name out there for, for other kids and other people to know that there's a there's a division one school starting football in texas that's a big deal not everybody yep. knows about it so we're looking for like a catchy hashtag rally the valley is like obviously as good as it gets but we really feel like that for us in football kind of talks to us to the valley right. rallying us we're talking to kids in Houston and Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, across the state that it really doesn't resonate much with them. So right. your listeners are creative. Uh, we could use oh, some uh, oh. fan no, contest. Let's do no, that. We, I, think we, I think John came up with our first contest. Yeah, he yeah. came up with our first contest. He, so here's a little bit. Awesome. G, G actually came up with the name of the show. Mm-hmm. We were nice. going back and forth, and, and he came up with Saddle Up. And so nice. – um, yeah, G's the creative one. And so it's yeah. usually over a lot of whiskey, but we'll take care of that. We'll we'll think of something. That we'll outsource it to, to the millions of viewers that we have, and we'll just make sure somebody can submit it online without getting it interfered. You know, one, out of the, one out of the million. One out of the seven viewers that we have, John, I hope they can pull through. If you've got if you've got ideas. Submit them to Seth down at the number below. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Jones. That's right. Man. That's right. That's oh, awesome. man. Well, so we're wrapping up. But, John, thank you so much for joining the show and, and lending your 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 knowledge. Like, I, yeah. I never knew that it was so – I mean, obviously, I knew it was extensive. But to the degree of what you have to go through two, three years prior to actually taking that first snap, um on record that yeah it's amazing you know and how, how lives Resilient, are affected man. you know where you're being pulled from new Braunfels, central texas down in the valley to a region you've never been to and starting a program and marketing and doing barbecue contests like 
Yeah. It's, you know, it's, but it's look one at of it. those things where, yeah. you know, thank you for, for what you're doing for the school, because as alum, I truly appreciate it. And I could speak for G. I know he does as well. So um, I do, yeah, man. Thank and, you so much. And, and I just want to add, Matt, that, you know, the things that John went through those first few years, not only did it kind of, you know, obviously he's got memories and stories and, and just the experiences that he has, you know, as a football player, but look at what John's doing now. You know, a lot of kids dream about being a college football coach. They dream about, you know, wanting to be at that high level or that highest stage as a player and as a coach. And it takes that perseverance, that patience, that resilience, man, to go through those years of not stepping on the field and, but doing what you needed to do, you know, to get those experiences, to make those connections, and and to build on the, on that dream that they have man so john's kudos, john kudos to you man for your for your yeah. path and your journey and your you yeah. know you're you're a great role model for these kids man i agree i, I have one more question yeah. so you came in the spring and this is going to be your first fall in the in the valley right so yeah. what is your what like what are you predicting that your schedule is going to be during friday night football because in the valley huh. High school football is huge, you know. So, yeah. are you are you gonna you guys gonna kind of schedule like, hey, you go this way, you know, go check out this game. Like, what is yeah. the what is the strategy for Friday night football for you guys? So there's always a strategy. Uh, there's always a plan, and we always got it. So I think one, Coach Bush's son is actually a high, a high school junior, so he's gonna kind of be out of the picture watching his son play high school games for the next few years. Um, but there's NCAA rules that allow us to only really kind of watch one game uh, of four team in the fall. So I will, I'll even make it another game, game show here. If you guys, as your fan base tells me, which is the best Valley game to go to, mm. uh, I'll, I'll attend the game this fall because <laughs> right now i really man, don't have wow. i don't have any preference i i know wow. these high school coaches down here there's well. a, oh man so it, there's gonna be so many showdowns like there's no. gonna be so many shows, like the 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 oh man the the cardinals versus the hawks right the yeah. what do you the call bird it? the bowl. bird the bird yeah. bowl then you got san Benito versus whatever the arroyo bowl yep. oh my goodness it's, um, it's, let it's me crazy. let me let me just throw this in there now Aren't high school teams like, um, like showing the games on the web now? Oh yeah, I mean we have access to all their film, but there's yeah. something about being there in the stadium. Yeah, right? that's yeah. true. Yeah, I watched the uh, I watched San Benito's softball team just make a run to Austin in the state state, uh, state tournament, and they sold out that stadium, the softball stadium in Austin, with their fan base. And I, I would imagine not all of them were San Benito fans. It's just, it's exactly yeah. what your shirt says. They rallied the Valley. Yeah. Everyone was like, man, this is our opportunity to show who we are down here. And that's really what it's all about. And I think, you know, like G said, I think whether I'm a good role model or not, I know for a fact, somebody gave me an opportunity as a small town yeah. kid in, in New Braunfels to play for his, you know, his hometown or his, his hometown team in San Antonio. And I'm just hoping I can do that for somebody here in the Valley. You know, if there's yeah, a junior in high school or a sophomore in high school that's thinking, I want to play college football, dude, your lucky day just happened because we got Division One college football now. So now you just got to drive. Right. You got to believe in yourself, and and these opportunities will show up. It's a lot of it's timing, um, and it, it's just it's a it's an awesome opportunity for me to be 
in this opportunity giving back to kids and the and coaches in this area. So well you're you're an amazing human being and I'm so yeah. excited that the well, university has him. you. Matt, we got him on saddle up when he we was got a football well, operations guy. He's gonna be a head coach in the future, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you no, for being a, on, man. Or a GM or a GM for an NFL team. And then when you're the GM for the NFL team we're gonna we're gonna show up at your office we're gonna do the episode again so i'll just take the third man of this crew and i'll be good (laughs) that's right Uh, remember us john remember us all right man that's amazing john thank you so much for joining the show till then guys next week we're gonna have another great guest we appreciate you tuning in every week v's up v's up v's up